New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today I'm hosting Locke Kelly. He's the author of Shift into Freedom, the Science and Practice of Open-Hearted Awareness, as well as the CD set that offers guided meditations for awakening. Locke, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you so much, Justine. Great to be here. Great to have you. Can you tell us what is the difference between mindfulness meditation, deliberate mm-hmm. mindfulness meditation, yes. which many of us are very aware of and probably participate in. Yes. And then there's something that you call effortless mindfulness, I yes. think. Yeah, this seems to be a very important transition because mindfulness is so helpful these days, and many people are practicing it with great benefits, and it's even being studied in the scientific community and become popular in school systems and helping reduce stress and increasing a sense of attention and focus at work. So this kind of deliberate practice is in some ways fairly simple, but for some people it's also very difficult because it requires a certain wrestling with your mind or a a ability to try to concentrate or calm through one-pointed attention as the first method. So deliberate mindfulness is often divided into shamatha and vipassana traditionally. So shamatha is translated as calm abiding. And the usual practice is watching your breath or one point in focus on a candle or an object. A, you know, sometimes a word like a mantra is used in order to take the chattering mind that we're usually trying to live from and calm it down almost like a muddy pond is is calmed down through focusing our attention on one object. And this kind of quiets that mind and we're brought into a sense of peace. The second part of deliberate mindfulness is often called open observing, where you step back from the movement of your mind or the contents of your consciousness and you create a mindful witness or observer And then you can see that you're not your thoughts or your feelings. So even if the thoughts begin with, I really hate everything that's going on today, you realize as the mindful witness, oh, that's a thought. Is that really true? And you can establish kind of a detached observer or an accepting kind of awareness of things that are coming and going moment by moment. And and this is where you might use a technique of thinking thoughts are like clouds That's passing right. through the sky, yeah. but it's not who I am. And, That's right. Or birds flying in and flying out. There are all sorts of like little techniques that yes. we've used to be that witness, but not you know, attached to it. That's right. So in some ways, deliberate mindfulness operates from within your mind as just pulling back or stepping back or raising above. And it can be helpful for stress. But deliberate mindfulness, particularly in the Tibetan tradition, is just the first step toward a deeper relief of suffering, 
which is often called awakening. So in order to continue, you can use the stepping stone of deliberate mindfulness, but then the next step is effortless mindfulness, which doesn't mean that you make no effort, but it means that you actually discover an awareness that's already effortlessly aware that's inherent within your body. So rather than deliberately focusing on the contents of your consciousness and realizing who you're not, you realize who you truly are. And the way that we do that is through another series of exercises of actually allowing awareness rather than looking at objects is really to let awareness rest back as itself or look back or step out and discover a kind of pervasive awareness that's both vast and embodied. And once we discover this awareness, we realize that it is already effortlessly accepting and aware and has a quality of feeling interconnected. And it's a more of a shift of identity than just of attention. So, Locke, can you give us a demonstration of this so that we can really feel it ourselves? Sure. There's a couple little ways to do this. The first one might be just simply to move our awareness from its usual location behind our eyes and identified with thinking. Interestingly, in Buddhism, thinking is considered the sixth sense. So we think of thinking as if it's essential to our identity, but what we discover is that each of our senses, including thinking, are appearing to this awareness. And so if we can unhook awareness from thinking and have it focus on hearing and then have it open to this spacious awareness, which then is already aware, we can discover that there is a sense of surrendering or detaching and discovering an awareness that's already here. So let's just try it and see what people discover. So just simply without even knowing how you might do it, just feel in a normal way that you're located or identified with thoughts that are going on in your head, almost as if you're looking out of your eyes. Your eyes can be open or closed. And feel like Although that. If you're driving, I want to say, do, do not close your eyes. <laughs> that's right. right. That's right. And you might even wait, you know, till till you go home to practice this kind of meditation. But feel as if there's a normal sense of orienting by thought, of thought going to thought, and of awareness being identified with that thought. So simply just feel as if you can unhook awareness from thought and have it move to one of your ears. And just for a moment, see what it's like if awareness is focused at the sensation and vibration in this small area at one of your ears. Feel the relief of not orienting by thought. Feel the vibration and the small area of focus of awareness. So neither focused on the hearer nor the heard, just hearing. And just as awareness can unhook 
from thinking and focus in the small area, just see what it's like now if awareness unhooks from hearing and opens to the space in the room around you in which thoughts and sounds are coming and going. So just open and let awareness move until it discovers a spacious awareness that's aware of thoughts, feelings, and sensations, of sounds. So notice this contentless, timeless, boundless space that's aware And then from that space, almost as if you've opened up to the wall and then turned around and now the spacious awareness is where you're aware from, feel like that awareness is both spacious and pervasive within your body, as if the field of awareness or the ocean of awareness is now inherent within, rising and knowing your sensations, thoughts and feelings from within your body and that there feels like there's an interconnected field of aware space that includes the aliveness, sensations, embodiment, and a kind of open-hearted way of seeing and being. And just this simple movement of awareness, see what it's like to feel like whether you're aware of the spacious awareness and what it's like if you're actually aware from the spacious awareness of the aliveness and the interconnected sense of non-conceptual, alert, awake, embodied clarity. Wow, thank you. This is something that's available to us Yes. at all times. It, mm-hmm. it is always present. Yes. It's like running in the background, let's <laughs> say, all the time, exactly. although we're not tuned into it. Exactly. Yes, yeah, so this movement of this exercise, and there's a number of others that are maybe simpler for other people if you explore this series of practices— It's kind of like untying the knots of constriction or contraction or obscuration, which keeps us from noticing or abiding in this primary awareness, which is currently in the background. In some ways, effortless mindfulness is just shifting from background awareness to foreground. And then once the awareness is in the foreground, it becomes the ground of your whole being and can include all your thoughts and feelings and sensations without needing to reject anything. It's not a transcendent or an escape. It's actually a discovery of a more essential, empty but awake dimension. But that empty awake dimension is loving, welcoming, inclusive, and connected dimension. So, in other words, it's like, as John Wellwood would say, it's not a spiritual bypass. No, not at all. It's, and it's not it's transcendence or living in transcendence. No. 
it, yeah. it's, it's embodied, it's, it's grounded in yes. some way. I think the discovery of the transcendent dimension or the subtlest dimension or the awareness that's empty and awake is essential, but I found what's most helpful for contemporary people in the West is immediately upon discovering that, feeling that the awareness is aware of itself and that it also is and has always been not separate from our bodies and our relative experience in the world. So as soon as it comes back and is inclusive and welcoming, there's kind of a landing or a a non-dual inclusiveness of everything that's happening. But what's happened is the identity has shifted to a sense of well-being and knowing that is no longer uh, worried and chattering and thought-based. And and you mentioned the word empty. It, mm-hmm. It's it, but it, there's a fullness in That's the empty. Right. I mean, we use the word <laughs> empty and we think, oh, nothing is there. But there's a, a total aliveness within, or yes. a live intelligence right. within this emptiness. That's right. It, I I guess I'm thinking of it. It it can't be measured scientifically. Yes. It doesn't take up space. Right. It can't be quantified. Right. But it is an experience and an aliveness. Yes. Yeah. In fact, interestingly, I in in trying to find a better word for us, you know, because we have such a negative association with emptiness, I looked at the root word for shunyata, which is often the Sanskrit word for emptiness, and it's actually svi s v i, and the metaphors that are used are the invisible life force within a seed that helps it grow into a tree. So it's the entelechy. Yeah. So it's invisible. That's the kind of empty part, but it's dynamic and full of life and actually the most essential dim- dimension of life. And very wise. And very wise. Because it, it knows how to become an oak tree right. or a butterfly yes. or whatever. That's right. And the other metaphor that's used is uh, an empty womb of a woman, which has potential to give life. So there's that. Uh, emptiness, fullness, aliveness that we need, you know, to understand that that's what we're talking about when we're saying this. Yeah. Well, I hope that this l- little conversation gives our listeners a taste <laughs> of what's to come if they um, look up your material and your book and, and your meditative practices. So I want to thank you so much, Locke, for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today. Thank you, Justine. I love being part of it. Thank you. I've been here with Locke Kelly. He's the author of Shift into Freedom, the Science and Practice of Open-Hearted Awareness. And he also has a CD set of meditations that's put out by Sounds True of the same name. And if you want to know more about his work, you can go to his website, LockKelly.org. And he spells his name L-O-C-H-K-E-L-L-Y. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms, and I want to thank you for joining us at the New Dimensions Cafe and invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. 
This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.